Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 63 of Bumpy Go Racing with David Stein. Tyler Jones, we're glad to have you with us. Coming up on today's show, we are going to be joined by NASCAR driver Matt DiBenedetto as he will talk about his journey throughout the NASCAR Cup Series to the Camping World Truck Series and beyond. A fascinating discussion with Matty D coming up in just a little while for right now. Plus, we will have our news and notes with the latest headlines across the motorsports world, as well as our Ask David segment at the end of today's show. As always, we are presented by Ticket Smart. Let's go racing with David Starr, presented by Ticket Smarter. Ticket Smarter came aboard as the primary sponsor this year, and David's Zoe Ford Mustang. And we want to tell you a little bit about what they do. Ticket Smarter is a national ticket resale marketplace with tickets to over 125,000 live events, including NASCAR and other forms of motorsports. Fans can get tickets to every NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Camping World Truck Series race throughout the season. Visit TicketSmarter.com. That's TicketSmarter.com. David Starr joins us right now. David, off of a... Uh, weekend at Talladega, family was out there and everything. You had a fast car, but then caught caught up in a little bit of trouble. Man, our uh, our ticket smarter Ford Mustang, uh, ticket smarter special report Brett Bear Ford Mustang was incredible. Uh, man, we you know there was no practice weekend, Tyler, uh, not for the Cup Series, not for the Xfinity Series, and uh, we qualified. We had to take a provisional, just our Ford must our Ford. Mustang, I mean, it just didn't have that raw speed, that one lap. But, man, when the race started, man, I'll tell you what, Jason Miller, my crew chief, I mean, our, our man, our ticket smarter Ford Mustang was unbelievable how fast it was. I could, I could go from the back to the front. I could pass cars easily. And uh, our strategy was, talked it over with Jason Miller and Bobby Dodder, our team owner, and Stan Ross uh, that owns Ticket Smarter, my sponsor, uh, about, you know, we had a strategy to uh, hang in the back and, uh, you know, to kind of keep a little bit of real estate in between the, 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 the lead pack and ourselves. Uh, we, you know, about 15 car lengths, 12 car lengths, and we did that most of the race. And they, they had wrecks, and, and again, we had a little bit of real estate to, to uh, navigate the wrecks and not get involved in them. And uh, I don't know, after about the fourth wreck, uh, they dropped a green, and uh, I went up to the front a little bit, and then dropped back, had about 10 cars behind me, and uh, had enough space if something happened to that lead pack again where we could, you know, uh, we could navigate our way through it without getting in a wreck, hopefully. Uh, and it happened coming off turn two, man. They started wrecking again, and uh, everything was great. I wasn't going to be in the wreck. And then about three seconds later, man, somebody just ran into the back of my, my, my race car and took us out, you know. So uh, sometimes you can strategy, you know, have a strategy for this, have a strategy for that. But, man, when you're racing in Talladega or Daytona, there's no safe, safe place on the racetrack, you know. You just got to have a lot of luck on your hands. And if I'd have known I was going to get taken out from behind – I just went to the front from the start. You know what I mean? I mean, I had such a great race car, and I never really got to show it because I ran three-quarter throttle. I never really ran 100% because it wasn't time. We were going to go with about 10 laps to go and go to the front. And, uh, you know, when 10 laps to go, five laps to go, and, you know, and if you wreck or get involved in a wreck, so be it. That's just part of it. But, you know, we were going to give ourselves a chance, and – uh 
and didn't get to that uh, didn't get to that mark with ten laps to go. We were we were involved in a wreck. Like I said, we got taken out. But man, it was fun. Had my my wife Kim was there. DJ and Vance was there, and uh, what a great weekend! It was just an awesome weekend. And uh, and then the, the watch the Cup race Sunday was unbelievable. But just a cool weekend. Yeah, and you were on Fox and Friends, and so that was cool to see. I woke up early to watch that. <laughs> my, my mom was in watching and said, "Wow, David's so excited. He's got so much energy." I said, "Yep, that's the David we see every day." So. Yeah, well, man, you know, thank man having man, I, I, I'm. Blessed more than I deserve. I mean, I pinch myself. Uh, That's what you all, said too. You know, to be to, <laughs> to uh, you know to uh, to have you guys on a podcast, have our own podcast, talk about what we all love is really cool. Uh, have uh, sponsors like Ticket Smarter and and Stan Ross with Digital Li that owns Ticket Smarter to have him as a supporter uh, and to have Brett Baer. You know, I mean, how did you know? You know, I'm just a normal guy, hardworking guy like we all are, and, and uh, have Brett Bear take a liking to not only myself, our racing team, Matt Jennings, and give us an opportunity to help us race at the level we race at. It's just, man, it's just so much of an honor. I'm just so humble and thankful for it. But uh, And then to be on Fox and Friends, you know what I mean, and, and be able to promote, uh, promote, you know, Brett Bear. He don't need to promote it, but talk about Brett Bear talking about Ticket Smarter, and uh, man, it, it was it was it was the coolest thing, you know. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to get in that race car and win, you know. But to, to open the morning early in the morning and be on Fox and Friends, and then to get to put on my Ticket Smarter race uniform and climb in a, a, a NASCAR Xfinity race car and race at Talladega with my boys. It doesn't my get wife. any better than that. It, it doesn't get any better than that, man. Life's good. Yeah, Dom McGargan, <laughs> RacingExperts.com, joins us as well. Dom, an exciting weekend highlighted by Ross Chastain pulling off his second win of 2022. And he's the story of the season so far. He surely is, man. His first 120 Cup Series starts, three runner-up finishes. Now two wins in the last five races, one of the top seasons in the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs right now. Great story. Ross Chastain, definitely. I, I think back to that conversation I had with him at Sonoma in 2019. Flew out there, had run the truck race at Iowa the day before. I'm like, man, why are you doing this? You don't even get points in this series. And he's like, it's all going to pay off someday. I'd say it's all paying off. Yeah. And uh, David, with, with Ross getting that win, second win for Trackhouse. And it's not just these two wins. They weren't flukes by any means. Ross and Trackhouse, David Suarez included, they've been running up front every single week. Is that one team with Ross Chastain after this win? Are they championship contenders now? Man, they are. I mean, I, I mean, you you can't count them out. I mean, you you paying attention every week. You watch that number one and the ninety nine. His teammate Daniel Suarez led a lot of the Talladega race. Uh, you know, he had different circumstances over the different races, but. He's been god awful fast as well, but Ross is getting the job done, you know. And uh, you know, I felt bad for Eric Jones. I was, you know, there at the racetrack cheering on Richard Petty, the number fame, number forty three, and uh, I thought Eric Jones was going to pull it off. And man, Eric had a fast car, and uh, you know, it was interesting. It came down to the last lap. Kyle Larson was, you know, pushing him, bump drafting him, and they came off turn four. And you just knew something was going to happen, you know, and. And I don't even know if Kyle Larson had enough steam to really get around the 43 car, but he, he but he pulled out of line. He pulled way out of line. And the 43 car went, you know, he went three or four lanes up to try to block him. 
And, you know, Ross Chastain was just stayed in his line. He, and he had a lot of people behind him. And he ended up winning the race, you know. And I was like, man, it was just uh, a lot changes from the trioval to where the start, the start finish line is at Talladega. It's just amazing coming off turn four how different it was when they got to the start finish line. It was incredible. But what a great race it was. Matt DiBenedetto is set to join us in just a moment. Before we officially bring him in, Dominic, tell us about Matty D, quite the background for Matt, and he's been pretty successful throughout the years in whatever he drives in, and what a story we're about to hear in just a bit. Absolutely. He's somebody who has raced in all three of NASCAR's major touring series, was a Joe Gibbs racing development driver, and then the NASCAR Nationwide Present Xfinity Series. Ran in the Cup Series, Wood Brothers Racing most recently, and made the NASCAR playoffs in 2020. Currently drives the 25 truck for Rackley WAR Racing in the Truck Series. Matt, thank you so much for making the time to join us here on Let's Go Racing this week. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, always, Matt. And one of our favorite things we love to do is have our guests take it back to the beginning and tell us in their own words, where did the journey start for you in racing? And, and at what age did you realize, hey, I can make it as a professional race car driver? Yeah, man, it's uh, I'm the I'm a first generation racer, so nobody in my family had um, really raced. My dad was into cars and such, but that's about it. So um, I was, uh, yeah, I was five years old, and my parents were flipping through the channels. They passed by NASCAR. I made them go back to it, and my dad went, "What the heck do you want to watch that for?" <laughs> and, <laughs> and so then uh, that turned into a weekly routine and I rode four wheelers and dirt bikes every single day and it was wide open. Um, my, uh, my dad's passion was actually baseball. So I played little league. He was the coach for the team. He has a big background in that. And, um, you know, at one of the games, he called me his little Jeff Gordon and uh, at like the, or the trophy ceremonies or, or whatever it was. And he, uh, and then he was like, yeah, this is my little Jeff Gordon. He likes baseball, but loves racing. And just so happens, uh, end of the story, guy, uh, uh, one of the kids that's on, that was on our little baseball team, little league team raced out at Cycle Land Speedway in Chico, California, dirt track that uh, Kyle Larson and I grew up racing at. Wow. So that's, that's kind of a, that's kind of the pretty much how everything got started for for us, and then after that, you know, the the rest is uh, goodness. It's so crazy, you know how this stuff is. It's like you need a you're like I need about a thousand page book to go from there to the end. It's been amazing how how it's all started, and um, that's just how the the roots of it were. And grew up dirt racing out in California. How old were you, Matt, when you realized I can make a living at this? Uh, I don't think that's happened yet. Uh, still waiting on that. <laughs> the, uh, man, the, yeah, the um, unpredictable nature of our sport makes it just something else, its own animal for sure. But So I don't know if I really figured that piece of it out, but I think um, you know it became serious really by other people. Uh, other people pushing us saying like, hey, you know, when we're out in California and I'm only, goodness, uh, at this time, probably 11, 12 years old, 12 maybe. And uh, people are like, you got to move across country and go to North Carolina out there. That's like NASCAR country and you got to pursue it. So it was really other people uh, telling us that out there that we really needed to push and pursue it. And luckily, we were naive and crazy enough to tackle that journey, pick up and move across the country and and really get a rude awakening into the kind of the next chapter. 
Well, man, that's 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 cool, man. It's uh, man, it's uh, this. Thanks for joining our podcast, and uh, man, you've done it all, buddy. You, uh, man, I, you know, I, I I remember when you first came in the, to the truck series, the Xfinity series. Uh, I remember you doing some stuff with Joe Gibbs, and uh, man, the next thing you know, I mean, you're in the Cup series, and man, you weren't just in the Cup series. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, the races that you raced and how good you were and the things you did with the race car and come so close to winning so many times uh, with different teams. You know, you took some, uh, I think, C-rated equipment and, uh, man, you ran like it was A-rated equipment, you know, and uh, it was just cool to see somebody uh, like yourself that, that wasn't, nobody handed you anything. It was from a lot of passion, a lot of desire, and, and a lot of want to, you know, and to see you make it all the way to the top level, almost win the Daytona 500, almost win Bristol, almost win a lot of races. And to drive for the, I mean, the famous Wood Brothers, I mean, it don't get much better than that, you know what I mean? But, uh, but man, you, uh, you've you been through all aspects of it, and uh, uh, it's just amazing. It, it's, there's no, uh, no guarantee in this sport, but, uh, you know, I, I understand what you're talking about, but... Uh, but anyway, man, well, how, when you, uh, what were you driving early on? I mean, did you, when you started on dirt, were you driving uh, uh, modified sprint cars, stock cars, or anything you get your hands on? Yeah, and I, uh, I appreciate that. First off, David, that's, um, yeah, it's been an emotional roller coaster and a crazy journey. Too close, too many times. That's for darn sure. Oh, my goodness, especially that. Uh, Bristol, the 95 car and the Daytona 500 with them and, you know, doing what you're saying, like you're taking kind of a, a team that was growing and sort of a B team or whatever and, and growing it and competing for wins. So that was, that was really neat. But uh, we had to answer your question though, the um, out in California, it was really just those, uh, you know, the um, mini outlaw carts that run out of Millbridge out right. and stuff that have become so popular. That's, uh, that's what we grew up racing from the time I was seven until 13, 12, 13 years old. And that's uh, then I started dabbling in some Legends cars. And then we picked up and moved cross country uh, shortly after that. Man, that's, that's, that's amazing. You know, I, uh, I think about Matt Benedetto and, and watching you. And it was such a great story because, you know, you know as well as we all know, it takes, you know, a lot of the, talented race car drivers that you and I race against. Uh, you know, we, we've been doing this a long time. Some of them, a lot of the stories are hard work, determination, passion, and just the desire and, and your driving talent got you to the cup series, you know? And now that don't happen that often these days, the last seven, eight, nine years, you know, if you don't have, if you don't bring a big check with you, you know, you don't even get the uh, an opportunity, and uh, but man, just uh, man, I, I don't know. All the fans I run into when you talk to different people and hear conversations in the garage, man, you're you're kind of the, I mean, you're you're like one of the most real guys out there. The fans that can identify with you, I mean, they're just you have a big fan following, and it's it's amazing. You know uh, what you what you did and what you uh, you know the the success you had and uh, I, uh, I I sit here and when I think about Matty D I'm thinking about to me Tyler and Dominic 
It's like, I can't believe this guy's not racing in the Cup Series today, right now. I can't believe that Matty D is not going to Dover, Delaware, driving in a Cup car to possibly win a race. There are people racing in the Cup Series full-time right now that this guy right here is so much more talented than a race car driver. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's the frustrations of it. You know what I mean? you got somebody like Matty D that's proven himself, beating the best of the best in our sport, worked his way to the top, got there, and should be in a cup card over this weekend, and he's not. You know what I mean? And that's the disappointing part about our sport. And, and, and you know, you can't get caught up on that. you got to keep doing what you're doing, Matt, what I'm doing. But, man, you put yourself in the right situation, good equipment, and the right crew chief and the right engineering, and Matty D is going to victory lane. And I'm hiring David as my spokesperson. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think that's a I good did, call, yeah. Hey, hey, did, I, did I say something that wasn't spot on? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I mean, you know, it was just the way it is. You know, I, I talked to people, was in a conversation about four weeks ago uh, about you. Uh, and 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 it, we were talking about somebody talking about cup, and I'm not going to mention names. I don't need to do that. But your name was part of the conversation that a lot of us were shocked that you're the guy that should be in cup right now, and not some other ones. You know what I mean? And uh, so you're a part of that conversation, and, and and I hear that a lot, and and it's it's just amazing, you know. But it just goes back to the. The business side of the sport, which is which is so different from years past, I think the drivers that have the ability, the talent, and and the desire and the want to, and and would be great for a sponsor, a good spokesperson for our sport, and somebody that would represent a, represent a sponsor well. I mean, we're talking to him right now. You know what I mean? There's others that are racing there that, man, I, I wouldn't have put them to be there. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, tough business we, we're in. So, with that being said, along those same lines, Matt, I, I, I got to ask, is, is the hunger, is the desire to get back to the top? I know that, you know, you're, you're working your butt off in the truck series right now and such. Is it is that drive for you as, as big as it's ever been before now? Man, you know, I think my answer might be a little bit different than what, what some expect when it comes to that topic is, um, yeah, my, obviously the hunger and desire is always, uh, you know, a 10 out of 10. I think, uh, you know, that happens when we get in a go-kart and we go to the local go-kart track. We're just kind of programmed that way naturally <laughs> that we're just all in overly competitive to a fault most all the time when we do pretty much anything. So... Um, so, yeah, no, that fire and that drive is always there. I'd say my answer, though, is, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful for how everything worked out. As crazy as it sounds, um, I'm having more fun than ever, even not, not our luck. I'm not having any fun about some of our um, circumstances that have worked out. But as far as just um, the atmosphere of the truck series, my team, excuse me, that I'm working with. They're like, they're just such good people. It's, um, it's really refreshing. You know, you know, David, that like that difference between just even being in the truck garage and being in the cup garage, it's, it's, you know, they're two completely different environments. So, you know, to answer your question a little bit better, I'm, I'm just sort of enjoying having fun racing the trucks. I want to put all everything in to get our team, you know, we still got some work to do. It's where we're executing 
Uh, you know, we've had some some little mishaps and some failures. It's just we're working out some bugs. So I want to uh, build our team up to where we're kicking butt, uh, racing for wins, which I know we can have the speed to do. That's that's for sure. It's already been shown. Just uh, not quite the circumstances. So I'm kind of having fun and. And God had, you know, his own, he, he had his plan for, for me and where circumstances ended up. And, um, you know, I, it was kind of, I had a lot of life change in the last year since, you know, since finding a relationship with the Lord and changing a lot, and saving my life. And so now I've kind of looked at it through a different lens of understanding of being thankful for how it's all worked up to lead me to uh, the only thing that mattered, you know, throughout all this this mess that can really consume us, you know, very easy. That's fantastic. We're joined by Matt Benedetto right now here on Let's Go Racing with David Starr as we are talking with uh, Matty D about his season in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. And uh, Matt, what's kind of the expectations? What's the goals for you and this team uh, here in 2022? I know that we talked a lot about when you were in the Cup Series, how close you were to getting to victory lane. Uh, now, I, I imagine that that's a must. You got to get that, that truck into victory lane here soon, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm i getting um, a little ang angry sometimes at, like, that, that fire of, okay, I've come close way too many times. I've, I've like... I'm done with close. That's over. That day has passed us. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of, you know, I know everything worked out, works out the way it's supposed to, but, um, but yeah, I am hardcore. Um, wind's got to come in this truck. I know we have the speed. I know we can do it. We, you know, we're not Kyle Busch Motorsports. I, we understand that, but we have really good people. We have nice trucks and we're working out the bugs and we're getting on the same page and we're going to grow it. And I really think that we can go out and, and win some races. So that's the ultimate goal is to just get in victory lane soon, sooner than later. Absolutely. So, Matt, we know Daniel Hammerick, he had said when that, that first win comes, he was going to do the backflip off the car. He did that at Phoenix. He won the championship. What kind of crazy special celebration or something unique are you going to do when you do get that first win? Yeah, man. I, I really, Daniel Hammerick is someone who I've really felt for so much over the years i mean he's been rocket ship fast on all kinds of different tracks been like a lightning fast on road courses like at the charlotte roval different stuff and just it's like okay what circumstance is going to happen to him now to where he's not going to win or whatever it may be and that's how i'm like i feel like i can relate to this poor guy so whenever that uh, when that win comes which i i pray with everything in me that it is really soon I don't know what that's something I can't even predict. I'd just be like, oh, no way, this is actually finally here. <laughs> yeah. You know, man, you, uh, uh, man, you know, uh, it's fun working with a team that has a lot of desire and they're like, that's refreshing to, you know, step back into the truck series and, 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 and kind of enjoy it a little bit more. You know what I mean? Enjoy the process and, uh, you helping the crew chief and your team you know, get better as, as an organization together, together, you know, with, with your ability and your talent and uh, with your attitude, uh, you know, it, it takes the team, uh, you know, it, it's, it's part of it, man. That's what drives a team. And uh, uh, 
I just, uh, you know, no, watching you in the past and watching you take equipment that's not supposed to run that good and seeing what you have done with equipment that, you know, that wasn't supposed to run that good. And Every almost, team he's been on, he's made better. No, absolutely. And uh, and that's the point, you know what I mean? And it's fun to, to, to elevate a team like the team you're with right now. And like you said, they're not Kyle Busch Motorsports. It ain't like you have all this factory support and uh you know but it makes a difference having a guy that has experience and you know what you need in a, in a race car or race truck to get that thing to victory lane and working with the crew chief it's it's interesting uh it's interesting uh to see how it all works out but man i know you've been really fast we've been we've been paying attention to you and you just had so your circumstances man you've had some terrible luck and some crazy things happen to you but you know uh, that that will eventually go away, and uh, eventually you'll see that 25 uh, pickup truck pull into Victory Lane soon, no doubt about it. You know, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, it's crazy because you never know how that tide's going to turn because back in, it reminds me of uh, 2019, my first year driving for the 95 team, uh, Levine Family Racing and Great Family. It was and we undertook so much at such short notice. We were behind the start of the season, and it was just like trying to play catch up. And we were a little off on speed at mile and a half, big time, and the schedule's packed full of them early in the year. All these things, and <clears throat> things just weren't going well. And then it was like a light switch. At a certain point in the, the season, it just changed to where we're caught up now. Everything was in a rhythm and a good flow in the shop. Everybody's communicating well. And then we're able to get a little head on our cars and working and pushing limits hard and all those things. And the next thing you know, the whole second half of the season is one contending for wins, top fives, top tens. And, you know, with a, with a small family owned team, legitimately like 100%, um, we were not on like a Gibbs eight program or all that, you know, all the information on that. And it was so rewarding to do that. So it kind of reminds me of this little journey that we're in right now. It's like, goodness, we're having to overcome some hurdles and having certain bad circumstances, all these things thrown at us to start the year. But I know that we can overcome that. And I think it reminds me of a type of deal like the 95 and where I really feel we can go out and win some uh, races and be competing for wins and get in a groove and, and have some good execution. You know, Matt, you, you, you were in that 95 car and really improved that, that juncture. And then the 21 team, we mentioned you took to the playoff, got them there and, and all of that. And, and throughout all your career, all these different things that you've accomplished to this point, I mean, the, the, the underdog story of NASCAR, you know, I, I think of Matt Benedetto, you know, I mean, you, you're the face of that and become one of the most popular drivers in the sport, quite frankly. Uh, with all that being said, whether it's the fans that have been on your side or the stuff you've done on track, what is it you're most proud of when, when it's all said and done at this point? What, what is it that, uh, that, that makes you, uh, you know, look back and, and, and are, are most proud of uh, from what you've done? Um, you know, as I look back, I'm just most thankful for, um, for now, you know, my perspective on it, that's uh, not that I don't deserve, none of it I deserve, none of the, you know, the opportunities, the blessings, none of those things, I don't deserve any of them, um, any of that. And I've had so, I've been blessed with so much goodness, but what I'm most thankful for and most 
you know, proud, but in a humble way would, would be that, um, you know, all this stuff happened and all these like, oh my gosh, heartbreaks and being pounded in the ground and don't know if I have a ride and this kind of underdog story. Uh, now I'm thankful for it so much more than ever because uh, it, it humbled me and I needed it, you know, like in life needed to knock the pride out of me. And um, kind of this sport has a way of doing that to you. <laughs> it, can, <laughs> it can beat you down pretty, pretty easy. It's intense. And so kind of on a more personal level, though, it got me uh, down to a point where I was more vulnerable about things. And it's amazing how the racing community is and how much of a family it is, because uh, between that and, you know, personal things just not going well and life just dragged me down and my, my dad having suicidal issues and uh, all of these bombs dropped at once. And I'm racing. This was at the time uh, when I guess I'm not returning to the, um, the 21, you know, it's just, everything was, was down. Um, but at this point racing and this whole journey and everything had humbled me so much that I was like, all right, I surrender. I'm going to start asking questions. I haven't before. And then, uh, I started Michael McDowell as you know, a lot of people know is a good buddy of mine. And, um, you know, I, I, always been very comfortable with him and he's made me feel comfortable. So I started asking him some questions that were awkward for me, um, very awkward because I just didn't grow up, you know, not much, uh, you know, not much of a Christian background, I guess you could uh, say. And I started asking him some questions and man, he kind of changed and pierced my soul the way he talked to me about a few things and changed me. And, and now, so anyways, what I'm getting at, why well, I'm kind of painting this whole picture is all this crazy humbling and journey that I can look back on and be like, oh, I'm uh, super thankful for because it, it humbled me down to a level of uh, vulnerability that was much needed and it truly uh, changed and saved my life. And, and I walked with a much different perspective through it all. And, and I'm very thankful to, to get to drive in circles for a living at the end of the day. Yeah. Hey, Matt, one of the things it's interesting to hear you talk because, man, a good man above, God has a plan for all of us. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and uh, you know, he's in control of all of it. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, that's kind of the way I see it and uh, the way it's been for me. Uh, and I know it is for Dominic and Tyler, but, uh, but man, he's in control and, uh, you know, you never know what path he's, you know, he's, he's controlling all of it. So, uh, you know, I think, like you said, it's interesting to hear you speak about it, you know, and, and, and talking to Michael McDowell, man, he's such a great guy. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a man of faith and, uh, I've heard him speak a couple of times about his, give his testimony. It's amazing. And, uh, uh, you know, it's really interesting and, and I'm sure you guys are even closer now than you were before. Yeah, man, it's been amazing to kind of grow. You know, so not just as friends, but, you know, but, uh, through the spiritual lens like that relationship together. And then he was, you know, he's been kind of a mentor for me, um, through, you know, the beginning of, my journey so uh, to help me not be too much of a rolling crash course which i can be many times uh so he he helped me a lot and you know the uh, it's amazing just in the ask our industry too like the motor racing outreach group a lot of fans may not know that you know that there's a, a group dedicated to because you know cup series racing on sundays and such Absolutely. like and if they you know if they go to church at home with their family or something they can't uh, go so mro is, is there at the track for the you know, the, the, the guys, crew guys, families, all that, and they're always going around. And 
they'd have, you know, a little service and stuff on Sundays for crew guys, everybody to attend. And that just, uh, you know, that was a big piece of my journey as well. So these things were happening right at the racetrack. You know, my life was being changed. Uh, the good Lord was using our little old NASCAR family to, to <laughs> you know, really change, change a lot, um, you know, change my life and save my life. So it's, it's crazy what a family that the NASCAR community is. Well, I think he's got a big plan for you. I, I'm, I'm uh, man, we're big fans of yours. It's fun to watch you in the truck series, uh, but but you know, I wouldn't be disappointed if uh, if he made some big changes for you. And we see you back in Cup. I'd love to see you back in Cup. And I know not only Dominic and myself and Tyler. I mean, I hope that the whole racing community. You know, like you said, the, our fan base. It's such a we have such a huge fan base worldwide. But man, I I tell you, you just. Uh, you're 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 a fan favorite, man, and uh, and uh, and I'm and I'm sure I'm a hundred percent positive that we'll see Matty D back in Cup again, just because uh, you know with the ability and the talent you have, I'm sure that 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 opportunity is not too much further away. But but you're going to enjoy your time in the Truck Series and and help that team get better, like you've done all the other teams. And I'm looking forward to watching you the rest of the year, and then. And uh, hopefully here real soon, you'll uh, you'll put that 25 truck back into victory lane. I don't even think it's ever been to victory lane. And uh, I, I, uh, I'm excited to, to watch the process, progress. I think when it's all right. done, Matt, you're going to have to write a book about this whole experience. <laughs> Man, no kidding. It's been, it's been something, that's for sure. And, and yeah, we're, uh, that's the goal. That's the plan. We're going to get the old 25 truck in victory lane and then start checking off some boxes. Oh. Matt, uh, well, we have a little bit of time left here with you. Um, you're running, of course, trucks full-time in 2022, but could we see you possibly in an Xfinity ride or a cup ride? Is there anything in the works to have you in any of the other series this year? Um, you know, for right now, I've just been really focused on our deal, and I really haven't paid a whole lot of attention to any other stuff or been seeking any other stuff, to be honest. I've been really just completely honed in on our deal because I, I want to be all in and get it to where, you know, I know it can be because it has a lot, um, you know, so we have so much potential as a team. So a lot of my focus has been uh, there. And then as far as moving forward, like looking further ahead, I, I don't my, really honestly where my heart lies is, is with our team because, you know, at a point of uh, so much uncertainty, Curtis Sutton and Willie Allen and that group, you know, really, like, I mean, they came after me and were wanting me. They were just so dedicated, like, be, please be a part of this team and grow with us. And so, you know, they made a lot more of a commitment than just like, hey, Matt, come drive our truck for a year. You know, it's, it's more of a, um, you know, it's really, we, we've become like family. Uh, they made a huge commitment to me. So I'm, you know, I'm big on um, kind of that loyalty and I really appreciate that. And I'm having fun and it's, you know, an amazing opportunity. So, I'm kind of my heart is really lying with focusing on our team and growing with them since they made such a commitment to me. That's really kind of where all my all my focus and my heart lies, and that's even you know to moving forward at this point as well. Well, Matt, and talking about some of those guys that work with you, I think it was a really cool moment a few weeks ago on this show. We had one of your crew guys, Brad Perez or Perez or Perez, I think is how he says his last. Yeah, racing against you at Coda. Talk about that and. How cool that was. I know you guys had a moment there at driver introductions. And what was it like to be racing against one of your crew guys out there at Coda? It was really cool, man. It was neat. It was funny. So different and fun, neat, funny, amazing, how versatile uh, 
you know, there's so many racers in our sport that are working on the on the race cars, and it was so awesome to see him have that opportunity in the truck series and be conversing with him, not uh, not as one of our uh, fellow crew members and, and doing tires for me, but up there at uh, Driver Intros on the stage. So that was really cool. I was I was happy for him. He always loves seeing good uh, good things happen to good people. Absolutely. Well, in a couple of weeks' time, too, I mean, you, you look at your Truck Series team and the Tennessee Connections, and I know you had shared this on social media a few days ago with you running that throwback paint scheme to Sterling Marlin. And what does that mean to you, to have a throwback scheme at Darlington, like the old Coors Light car? And, and also, has Sterling reached out to you, or have you guys had any conversations about it? Uh, not yet, um, but, man, you know, it's we've been in – our team's been in close – contact with them and I was really thankful that they you know that I'm honored to be able to drive that car so that's it just reminds me and immediately brings me back every time I see that thing and I see that truck I'm just like oh my goodness it reminds me of all my days growing up watching NASCAR because that you know, old number 40 Coors Light uh, Dodge at the time man that thing was was a rocket he was winning it was when he was really you know on top uh, and and winning a lot of races, that thing was always a rocket ship getting poles. So I remember that very specifically. That was my weekly routine as a kid, watching and watching that car uh, win a lot of races and have a lot of success. And I always, big time, uh, pulled for him because you know Sterling just always struck me. Even as a kid, he just struck me as a good, genuine, humble, grassroots racer, and I loved that about him. Absolutely. Hey, man, I, you speaking of Sterling, Mon, I remember, uh, you know, uh, man, I'm just, man, I, I remember you almost went in the Daytona 500, but I, you go back years from, you know, I don't know what year it was, but I remember Sterling, I don't even know what happened to him. He had his fender pushed in, and, and it was, they had a red flag towards the end of the race, and he got, he got out of his car, walked around in cars, pulling the fender out, man, the fish would jump out of the pace car, ran back there, but, man, Sterling was, man, he, uh, what, what a, man, just a true, hardcore, great guy, great racer, earned his way there. And, uh, man, it just so much history there with Sterling Marlin and his dad, Cuckoo Marlin. And it's it's interesting. Uh, I think y'all are based somewhere in the Nashville area. And he's I guess he doesn't live too far from where y'all's shop is. Yep, yep. So he's not far from the shop. It's super cool. And, man, it's funny when you talk about that story of Daytona because I remember I watched that live. As a kid, I can't remember how old I was, what year it was, but uh, I remember specifically watching that live, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I remember, like, my parents would watch it. I'd be like, mom, dad, he just jumped out of his car, and he's jumping <laughs> over the other side and pulls it under outside. I remember that uh, specifically, which is so funny and so crazy, the memories we can have. And I don't remember anything from my childhood, hardly, uh, but I can tell you, I can remember about uh, riding four-wheelers, dirt bikes, and I can remember my uh, NASCAR knowledge. That's, that's amazing. That's man. awesome. <laughs> Matt, uh, we're, we're wrapping up here, but uh, I got to say on a personal note, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but a, a few years back when you were at, uh, at Go Fast Racing in the 32 car, um, you came out to Kansas Speedway, and uh, one of my good friends who I grew up with in, in Tulsa, Cameron Hagen, uh, he had me and, and a couple of our friends, and we were with you and the team for the weekend, and we did an interview. I, I didn't even know how to say your name, and now you become a household name, man. So uh, I always thought that, you know, that was I was still in college at that point, and and, and I always look back was so appreciative how how, how graceful and, and humble you were and such, and and now where you've turned out now, uh, I mean that, that that was cool. So I, I always uh, 
look back. That was one of my favorite memories I've ever had at the racetrack, and, and, and you're a big part of that. So I appreciate that, Ben. Absolutely, man. Cool. Uh, no, that's good memories. No. Cameron, I still uh, still talk to him or see him a little bit here and there on occasion and stuff. So that's uh, that's funny. Small small world, yeah, that's good stuff. And I got to add on to that too. I think over the years we've definitely chatted at the racetrack a time or three, whether it be for my company or the or ESPN Albuquerque. And you've never turned down an interview, so yeah, just, you know, from a media perspective, you always appreciate that. We know it's tough. You stick a microphone in somebody's face after they climb out of a truck or a car, and you've never turned down an interview. So, so always thank you for that. Yes. Oh, I appreciate that. It uh, doesn't mean I haven't said some stupid stuff throughout all those times and interviews, but <laughs> no, it's always, uh, you know, it's always a big priority to uh, just, you know, be thankful and respectful to all those that are uh, putting on the show and covering our sport and what we do. And, you know, and just from a human human perspective, just treating people nice, man. If we as an industry can, you know, even if it's the crew guys, to drivers, to whoever, if they're treating the fans with, you know, grace and, and appreciation and all that, then uh, it really makes experience good for everybody. It makes makes those good memories and impressions on everybody at the at the track. That's that's everybody plays a major role in it. Well, before we go, before we let Matt run here, David, we'll give you the final word. Uh, anything uh, you want to add, or anything you have left for Matt here? No, I'm just listening listen to y'all talk. Matt, you're just one of the good guys, man. You always have been. And uh, it's just cool to see somebody like yourself be so successful. You know what I mean? And uh, it's cool to hear your perspective on, on, on our industry and NASCAR these days, how it's changed over the last couple of years. But, man, you just, uh, uh, you're just a great guy. Great things happen to great people. And uh, man, it's it's just I'm just glad you're part of our sport. Or you make our sport better. Not all the drivers are like Matty D. You know what I mean? Matt can tell you that. I mean, it's just you know uh, he's so gracious with everybody. The you guys, the media, the fans, the racing teams. I mean, he just uh, you know people say, hey man, you, you they tell me you're always happy. I said, man, I'm so blessed more than I deserve because. I've done this 25 years, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm more blessed than I ever deserve. And, uh, man, it's cool to be able to do what we love to do, make a living at it. And, uh, but man, it's cool. There's not that many great guys out there. Michael McDowell, Matt Benedetto, you know, there's, there's five, six, 10, you know, but they're not all like you guys, man. It's really cool to, uh, to know you, and uh, we appreciate you uh, jumping on our podcast with us, man. It means a lot to us. Absolutely, man. Thank you, thank you guys for the kind words. I'm, uh, you know, I may not, I may not be super cool or do a lot of cool uh, stuff, and we're pretty low key and playing with our dog and chilling at home. But uh, we're definitely blessed, like you said, man, to, to do what we do and to have you know such good uh, good people supporting us. But thanks for, uh, man, I appreciate you guys having me jump on here. If you guys, anything y'all ever need, man, just all our way. Matt, you're welcome back anytime, man. We'll uh, talk it down the line. Thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, man. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Our news and notes segment coming up in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you more about our friends at Ticket Smarter. Ticket Smarter is the official ticket resale marketplace of Worldwide Technology Raceway, where David won in 2004 driving for Spears Motorsports. They'll also be the presenting sponsor of the NASCAR Cup Series race in June. Fans can also get tickets to any type of event, including sports, concerts, and theater productions. Ticket Smarter is committing to helping those in need by donating $1 to every transaction to various 
charity organizations. Head over to Ticketsmarter.com to find tickets for upcoming events. That's Ticketsmarter.com. Time for our news and notes segment. Dom, plenty to discuss. And uh, I think we got to get started with Kyle Bush, right? Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's where I was going to lead with because <laughs> you know what? He was the man of few words at Talladega Super Speedway on Saturday. Kyle Bush was made available to the media and in the fury of conversation and all the different wide range of topics that were talked about, 2023 got brought up and he said, you're going to have to ask Joe Gibbs about that. So in other words, there's no word right now where Kyle Bush is going to land in 2023. Kind of indicated that it all is indicative of sponsorship. As we know, M&M's is leaving and vacating that ride at the end of the 2022 season. David, Tyler, is anybody's guess what's going to happen in the next right. one, and, five and days? To add to that, the president of Toyota Racing came out publicly and stated there will always be a seat for Kyle Busch at Toyota one way or the other. And it's hard for me to imagine, David, Kyle Busch ever leaving Toyota because of how strong his team is in the truck series. Even if there's a possible rift between him and Joe Gibbs, they will make it work because Toyota needs Kyle Busch more than I think Kyle Busch needs Toyota. Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. You know, I hadn't kept up with all the, the news about Kyle Busch. I've heard a little rumblings about it last couple of days. But, uh, but anyway, I, I think, you know, Toyota, when Toyota came into sport, Kyle Busch was, was, you know, started driving for them early on. and Toyota on their first win. And he really put them on the map, you know, from, from a NASCAR standpoint. You know what I mean? And uh, it's been a great marriage. You know, Joe Gibbs Racing, Toyota, Kyle Busch. I, I, I wouldn't ever think that they would break up that, that marriage because, you know, obviously we know, uh, we know just talking to Matty D., about the truck series, having circumstances and bad luck, you know, that's just part of what the sport, you know, one year you just, you know, you just got bad luck and can't seem to get it going. And then the next year, man, everything just hits right on all eight cylinders. But, but I think, you know, I, I would be surprised if, if you break up that nucleus. I mean, I think Kyle Bush, if Kyle Bush wants Tyler and Dominic, like you guys were saying, if if if, Ty, if if Kyle Busch wants to be a Toyota driver his entire NASCAR career, that's a hundred percent given. You know what I mean? He can have that. I don't really understand um, what is what's going on between Joe Gibbs Racing, Joe Gibbs, and and Kyle Busch. You know, there might be some friction there. Why there is, you know, I have no idea. Wouldn't even want to speculate. But uh, but you know, I know the relationships. The relationship that Toyota and Kyle Busch have together is, I mean, it's that's unbreakable. You know what I mean? So, uh, so anyway, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, the next couple races, the future, uh, because of, of what you guys are talking about. I think it's big news. Uh, you know, and one of the interesting things when you when when you got the president of TRD coming out stating stuff publicly about Kyle Busch and then Kyle Busch and Joe Gibbs. One of the things it does do, you know, those guys are focused on trying to win a championship. And then you're hearing all this other stuff going on. I think it's a big distraction amongst that organization to make sure that 18 car is a championship, you know, contender at the end of the year. I think it will be, but I think this is all distractions, uh, uh, in their organization. Right. Now, now Dominic, uh, you know, Kyle Busch has not run as well 
the last couple of seasons as opposed to what he was running a few years ago. But he's still one of the top five, top ten drivers in the sport, no question about it. And even if there might be a feud of some sorts with, with Joe Gibbs, if that is what's going on, I would think from what it sounds like, Toyota would say – would find a way to make room possible, whether that's uh, moving Kyle Busch Motorsports to Cup or adding another team at 2311, whatever it may be. If there was, if this relationship is soured with Joe Gibbs in any way, Toyota is going to do everything within their power to keep Kyle Busch. They don't want to lose him. He won two championships driving Toyotas. He's won a majority of his Cup Series races, I think all but four, driving for a Toyota. Yeah, he's too valuable. They have too much stock in Kyle Busch to let him go. Yeah, and uh, what I wonder in all this, when you think about the back of your mind, Dom, is is where, where does Ty Gibbs come into the fold in all this? Because he's been terrific the last two seasons in Xfinity. He looks like he's ready for Cup right now, but there's not any seats available for him. Somebody at, at some point is going to have to make room for Ty Gibbs. Well, that's 2311 Racing. Maybe expand to a third car, or if you would replace one of the four stablemates at Joe Gibbs Racing, Martin Truex Jr. We know Truex has more races behind him than ahead of him. Could that be the replacement there? It'll be remaining to be seen. Yeah, and it, that, that's, that's tough because we see it every week. I mean, Ty Gibbs, I think, could hop into a, a, a cup car right now and, and probably be better than some of the cup guys out there. Well, it, it looks that way, you know, and you got to understand Ty Gibbs, Joe Gibbs racing, that's family, that's blood, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it, it's it'll be interesting to see uh, from this point moving forward how how it all plays out, you know, and, and like, like Dominic was saying, I mean, I think, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Busch, the value he brings to Toyota in America is, is um, you know, it's off the charts, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think uh, – I think you guys are right. I think uh, Toyota's going to do everything it can, they can, as a manufacturer to keep Kyle Busch in a Toyota race car, you know. But, you know, the Joe Gibbs racing thing, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking about Ty Gibbs until you guys just brought it up. You know, it's it's going to it's gonna be interesting. And, and, you know, the fans and the media, everybody's tuned in to see how it all plays out, you know, right in front of us here in the next, you know, weeks or two. Okay. So I, I want to hear what you guys think. I think <laughs> I have a compromise figured out, how everybody could stay happy. Um, Denny Hamlin needs to be running for his own team. <laughs> have 2311 buy another charter or work it out with Joe Gibbs, however they need to, move Denny to 2311, the team he owns. If I owned a team, I'd want to drive for my own team, uh, personally, um, and then slide Ty Gibbs over to the 11 car. Uh, or maybe he brings the number 11 with him and you renumber it, maybe it's the 54, I don't know, whatever it may be. I think that could be, and then Kyle Busch stays in the 18. Dom, I think that could make everybody happy. Put the 2311 and 2311 race, keep up the walls of the 23 or whomever in the 23, Danny Hamlin the 11, or keep Kurt Busch in the 45. If you want to keep it a three car team, you're onto something there. I think Ty's built that brand around the 54 too. Right. What, what, what do you think of that idea, David? Man, that's, that's, I mean, man, there's, I just don't. I don't know, man. It's, there's so much involved. I, I, I wouldn't even want to speculate on it. Man. You're, <laughs> you're probably right, Tyler. I, I just agree with you. But, man, you know, there's no telling. I, I just, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But anything's possible, I guess, right. you know. When in doubt, I agree with Tyler Jones. I like <laughs> uh, Dominic, uh, what else we got? 
Other headline from Tuesday, April 23rd, JR Motorsports is building the number 88 car in several more races. JR Motorsports announced on Tuesday, April 23rd, William Byron, Kyle Larson, and Chase Elliott will all take a stab in the number 88 car at some point this season in the Xfinity Series. That's going to kick off on Saturday, May 7th with Chase Elliott at Darlington. Then you have William Byron running a couple races with Texas on the schedule included, and Kyle Larson running at Watkins Glen and at the second Darlington race. So we're going to have two past champions running those races. So yeah, Elliott at Darlington, Byron at Texas and New Hampshire, and Larson at the Watkins Glen race August 20th and Darlington September 3rd. Uh, HendrickCars.com, uh, I will add, is sponsoring the ride. Uh, when you put those cup regulars in the Xfinity ride, good chance to get these guys some extra confidence, some extra lap time. Well, I, I love it. I just think, you know, it brings, you know, fans tune in, fans, puts more fans in the stands. And, you know, and, and it gives opportunities for us Xfinity race car drivers a chance to, if we can beat a William Byron or a Kyle Larson, it really elevates our, you know, it just it shows you where you stand up against these guys. You know, I, I remember racing back years ago in the truck series and, 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 and beating Tony Stewart in a race, you know what I mean? Racing with him in a race. And uh, it was a big deal, you know? So I, I think it's awesome that Dell Jr. is going to put the 88 Xfinity car out there and put these superstars of the Cup Series in it because, you know, it gives a lot of the young younger guys in our Xfinity Series and anybody racing experience in, in, in our series an opportunity to beat these guys and showcase our talent as much as it is them, you know, they're going to, you know, that's going to be a powerhouse uh, with, with uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Motorsports, uh, you know, Hendrick Motors, HendrickCars.com sponsoring it. And, and the, and the lovable talent, Kyle Bush. I mean, I mean, not Kyle Bush, what am I talking about? Kyle Larson, yeah. uh, um, you know, along with the other drivers you were just mentioning. I mean, that's, that's a winning combination there. So I, I think it's great and I'm excited for it. Yeah, uh, let's look ahead uh, to this weekend. Dominic, uh, tell us about uh, what we have to expect uh, this weekend uh, on, on the NASCAR circuit. We have NASCAR Xfinity and Cup Series action at Dover Motor Speedway. It's been rebranded since the Speedway Motorsports takeover. So it'll be the 11th race for the Cup Series. I believe the ninth race for the Xfinity Series. It's going to be some great racing. Dave, look forward to seeing you out there on the track. Yeah, man, I'm excited. To, always fun to go to that. Man, I love going no matter what we're racing at, I love racing. But Dover reminds me of, of uh, Bristol, and, uh, man, it's exciting, man. The racing there is great. There's multiple lanes on the racetrack. It's fast. It's exciting. But, you know, cool thing, we, you know, I'm headed to Washington, D.C. tomorrow. going to uh, be with Brett Mayer and Stan Ross. We're going to the Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C., and taking our, uh, you know, our Ford Mustang, uh, a race car there, and, the kids are going to come out and visit with us, take pictures with Brett Bear and myself, sit in the race car, sign autographs for them. It's such a, a neat, neat uh, opportunity for us to be able to see those kids, see a smile on their face, talk to them. It's, uh, man, what a, that's such a big honor. And I'm so thankful that Brett Bear gives us the opportunity to, to, be a, to play a part with that Children's National Hospital. It's amazing because uh, – Every every child in the world should uh, should have health care, had care if they need it. And uh, from what I understand, being at the Children's National Hospital last year, uh, that that hospital, no matter the child's age, 
and no matter where they're from, if they come to Washington and they need surgery, they need this or that, if they don't have any health care, they're not turned away and they really take care of all the kids. It's just such a, uh, a wonderful facility, hospital, the surgeons, everybody involved are just so loving. It's amazing. And I'm, I'm excited to go back and have an opportunity to, to see the, the staff, the doctors, the nurses, uh, the surgeons, and, and to meet some of these kids that are there, it's uh, it's just a, a cool experience. Oh, that'll be great to see. Uh, let's go around the room, some names real quick. Dover, for me, I always think of Martin Truex Jr., and he's looking for his first win of 2022. I think uh, Martin finds a way to pull it off. Don, who do you like? Yeah, Dover, that's a great question. I feel like Chase Elliott's going to get the job done in Dover. He's run well there in the past. He's led a lot of laps. Had a win slip away from him in 2017, getting past the couple laps to go. Wow, Chase Elliott. he won the cup level, too. Say it again. It's been a while since he won a cup race. I know. It's been a while. So I think Chase Elliott breaks that dry spell. The 2020 Cup champion gets back to victory lane. How about uh, Kevin Harvick? I'm going to pick Kevin Harvick again. I think you're just going to pick him every week. Every, every week until he wins. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Our uh, Ask David segment coming up in just one moment. But before we do, let's go racing with David Stock. Presented by Ticket Spotter. Ticket Smarter. Kim Borders, the primary sponsor this year on David's 08 Ford Mustang. We want to tell you a little bit about what they do. Ticket Smarter is a national ticket resale marketplace with tickets to over 125,000 live events, including NASCAR and other forms of motorsports. Fans can get tickets to every NASCAR, Cup, Xfinity, and Camping World truck race throughout the season. Visit TicketSmarter.com for more information. That's TicketSmarter.com. Let's go ahead and get to our Ask David segments, our First question in the inbox comes from Danny. Danny wants to know, David, with the NFL draft this weekend, if you could draft four drivers to start a cup team, who would they be? <laughs> that's, man, that's uh, Ross Chastain, uh, Kyle Larson, uh, Chase Elliott. Okay, one more. And uh, uh, Kyle Busch. I mean, even at his age. Even at his, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, Dom, same question to you. Who would be the four drivers you would pick to start a cup team? Oh, y'all are going to love my answers. I'm going to go with David Starr. Tommy <laughs> <Regan. laughs> I'm going to go with David Starr, Tommy Regan, Jeff Bodine. And I guess we'd have to see who the fourth spot would be, but I feel like all three of those guys would bring something to the table. And I happen to know all three of those guys personally. Awesome. Okay, your team's going to get old pretty fast. All right, <laughs> kind of all right there. Uh, <laughs> the four drivers I would go with, if I was starting a team right now, um, you know, I, I would – Kyle Larson be my first pick. I think that's kind of an, an obvious choice uh, at this point. Uh, my next pick, I would go Chase Elliott as my second choice. So you're uh, basically recreating Hendrick Motorsports. Yes. Not quite, not quite. This is where I, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at you. I would go Ty Gibbs. I would – he's 18 years old. I'm going to put him on a lifetime contract. We got Ty Gibbs for 20 years or something like that. And then uh, my next pick after that, I would go with uh, Austin Cindric. Uh Already won an Xfinity title, already won a Daytona 500. I get him for another 20 years, essentially. I, I got great building blocks. I'd go with those four guys. Uh, I would go young, and we would go from there. So, so Dominic, what yeah. you're trying to say is we wouldn't be business partners on this cup team, would we? 
No, that's the thing. I'm bringing you guys in because of your business savvy. I'm thinking bigger picture. I'm not thinking just raw. I'm, no, I'm, I'm thinking talent too. Don't get me wrong. But between Jeff Bodine owning a team at one point, David, you and your business savvy, Tommy Regan and his business savvy, I think the three of the four of us would put a really good team together. We could bring in a Absolutely. young driver. Absolutely. You didn't even hire a fourth driver. I know. That's why I will, I can, I will consult with Jeff, David, and Tommy and who we need to bring in as our fourth guy. Maybe okay. Chris. Chris Lafferty, he was on the show a few weeks ago. I'll give him an opportunity. Let's see how he'd do. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next question in the inbox, uh, this one comes from Danielle. Danielle wants to know, David, what is your expectations at the cup level for the rest of this year? What are some surprises you think we can see happen? Man, that's a great question. We've already seen, we've already seen I mean, just, just the, 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 you know, the track house and, and, and what they've done in their sophomore year in the Cup Series with, you know, Ross Chastain winning two races, Daniel Suarez being, you know, leading all these races every week. Chase Briscoe um, winning, Cindric winning. Absolutely. It's just, uh, you know, this new next-gen car has really changed up the sport, I believe. And uh, But, man, I think we've already seen some big surprises. And uh, I think our champion in 2022 will be a surprise. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and, and I just think there's bigger surprises to come uh, with people maybe leaving the sport, some new guys coming in. I mean – you Give know, me intel on who's leaving? Um, no. And, uh, <laughs> and, and just, you know, seeing who's, you know, and, and, and looking at some, maybe some other new winners in the Cup Series in 2022. So uh, I just think this year, is a, this year in the NASCAR Cup Series is full of surprises. You know what I mean? Okay. Here, here's one. I'm going to go out and I'll lend on. Um, we almost saw this happen this weekend, but I think it's going to happen. Eric Jones will get back in victory lane this year. And I think he's going to make it to the round of eight in the playoff. Ooh, that's – wow. I, I don't even know if I have the words for that one. That's definitely a surprise pick there. I think Eric Jones could even point his way in the playoffs. I don't know if he'd get as far as the round of eight, but, hey, stranger things have happened. I think if I'm thinking of anything that crazy that could happen, I could see a couple more first-time winners. We have guys like Tyler Reddick, Daniel Suarez. We even look deeper in the field. What about like David Reagan? Well, David Reagan's won some races, but what about a surprise winner like that? David Reagan or A.J. Allmendinger, one of these part-timers, comes and gets it done at a super speed. Need a statement, over. though. What is going to happen, Dom? What is going to happen? Okay. <laughs> I think Tyler Reddick gets two wins this year. Two. Okay. I could see that. I could, too. I mean, if Ross Chastain can win two races, why can't Tyler Reddick? And I think Daniel Suarez will get a win. I think both track house cars will be in the playoffs, and I think they advance past the round of 16. Okay. okay. That'd so be my surprise. Well, at least. All right. So, yeah, that is our Ask David segment for this week. Before we go, real quick, guys, uh, David, you are off to the nation's capital. We mentioned uh, going to Children's National Hospital with Brett Baer and company, and then – uh, off to Dover this weekend, and uh, you guys, the, the, the team seems to be getting better every single week. You guys are starting to gain some traction. You know, listen to Matty uh, D talking earlier about, you know, his new venture in the truck series with the 25 truck and circumstances and luck. I mean, it just, it seems like, you know, we've had our, I mean, we've had our ticket smarter Ford Mustang has been exceptionally fast, you know, and, and 
drives good and, and just circumstances. Things happen to us. We hadn't been able to put put a whole race together. So I'm, I'm just hoping that maybe it's Dover this week that we can put it all together and get, get, get us a great finish, you know. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity. And uh, you got to keep digging. Whether we have bad luck or the race plays out in our favor, you got to keep on keeping on. You definitely know that we're going to be doing that. Yeah. Um, Dominic, what's going on with you? I'll be out here in New Mexico this week, and we don't have any boots on the ground at Dover Nash or Dover Motor Speedway, but we will have remote coverage as we always do. Updating the website and keep NASCAR fans in the know about what's going on in the industry and all around the sport. You, Tyler? I am uh, going to be all over the NFL draft this weekend. Uh, that will consume me and take up all my time. And uh, I'll be exhausted by the end of it. But you know what? That's why I love what I do. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, as always, subscribe to Let's Go Racing with David Starr. New episodes out each and every Wednesday. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on YouTube. Hit the like button on the video. Subs uh, make sure to hit the five-star review. If you don't leave us a five-star review, you're a hater. And uh, <laughs> as always, uh, follow us on Twitter at Star Podcast, Facebook.com forward slash David Star Podcast. And also, uh, you can find us by email, David Star Podcast at gmail.com. We'll put the checker flag out on this episode. Big thanks to Matt and Benedetto for stopping by and joining us. And we will see you all next week. For Dominic Argon, David Star, Tyler Jones, thanks so long. This has been another edition of Let's Go Racing.